The material provided today is for informational purposes only. It should not be considered legal or financial advice. Consult with a financial professional for your own needs. Johnny Sestina and Company disclaims any and all liability for the interpretation and use of the content provided today. I need help getting out of my student loan I'm debt. so worried. How am I going to afford taking care of my When's parents? When's a good time to get into the market? I'm really not sure when I should start taking my Social Security. I wonder if I have enough insurance. I wonder when I can retire. It's time to talk about your money. Managing to be wealthy. Our team of fee-only financial planners is ready to help you to create better financial habits. Envision your long-term goals and understand money management better than ever. Our resident hosts of Johnny, Sestina, and Company are on deck to show you the way. Good evening and welcome to Managing to be Wealthy. This is your host, Craig Konstantinovich, for the evening. With me in studio, we have John Sestina and Tyler Cook. Good evening, guys. How are we doing? Doing great. Great. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. Nothing like a lovely Indian summer to come in and blast us and grace us here in the midst of November. It's a whole lot better than it was this morning. You got that right. Pretty foggy, yeah. Yeah. You look bright-eyed for our early year to get up. You know, you just learn how to go through it, right, Tyler? So, lovely 2.30 wake up by little Miss Gia this morning, (laughs) so it's been... uh, you know, we're 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 putting in the hours here. That's burning the candle at both ends. You. You, well, you're you're normally like a four o'clock. Four o'clock. In anyway, so it's not yeah. that early. But I yeah. gets up yeah. at ten o'clock. I, hey, that's pretty close. Nine nine o'clock. He's got to make sure the kids are at school. Get his cup of coffee before you know ten o'clock meetings start. That's so. right. That's there. right. Yeah. Well, I but, do five thirty now, Tyler. There you go. Yeah, you're supposed to change. Five thirty one day, ten the next day. No no schedule. No schedule. No schedule. Not John. Be retired, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what's supposed to happen. Well, you know, the discipline carries over, and it's uh, you know, what over seventy years of a disciplined lifestyle. Now all of a sudden, it's it's embedded in you. You can't change it. I know that's a problem. Good thing we're not trying to fix you. (laughs) (laughs) It's too late. That's true. That's true. (laughs) So. Well, wonderful, wonderful. Well, tonight, guys, again, there's a a lot that's going on in the world here. We're going to touch on a couple of those pieces, but uh, really the main focus of tonight is a lot of people are probably out there either, you know, applying for their first jobs, maybe getting ready for their next jobs. So we're going to kind of talk about, well, what do you need to look for? What do you need to consider as you're working through your working careers? Um, Really want to focus in on especially getting started off on the right foot maybe revisiting the basics and obviously with every substantial change in life your financial plan changes so you need to change adapt and accommodate that as well um but before we get into that here too much tyler probably no big news you know no, nothing really that's been kind of peaking interest here these last couple of days huh yeah it's just it's the theme i think we say every time right just trying to keep up with the news cycle and what's going on so mm-hmm. yeah this week the fed again raised rates another three quarters of a point yep so the you know the target rate is now 3.75 to four percent so just call it four percent uh hasn't been there since you know the early 2000s so uh this did kind of a mixed message too because the chairman said it's you know still too soon to really change policy but there have been hints at policy changes that may be coming so yeah i you know I don't, I don't know john i'm curious to get your take but i think we're probably closer to what the whatever the rate's going to be than we were when it was at zero percent, right? Just naturally. Like, in, right. in other words, I don't think we're going to go to like an eight percent target rate, meaning we'd only be halfway there now. Right. I think we're po- hopefully closer to where to where it may land. But curious, your thoughts? On well, that. it's interesting. And was I was telling Craig earlier that when Bobby and I were getting our first house, we were excited to get an eight percent rate. Right. Yep. And today, everyone's going nuts that they have to pay eight percent. But it's all all cyclical. It'll change. You just have to work your way through it, whatever it is. Right. And there are some bright spots to higher rates too, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's some good things there. Just think about your 
maybe money market savings accounts, you have oh, yeah. those or online savings. Those are paying, you know, two, three percent now where it was next to nothing. They right. are. There's well, there's still some <laughs> banks, the bigger ones that are still still paying nothing. Oh, so you yeah. gotta pay attention to that. You should take a look and see where it's at. But there's there's a lot of good online options these days <laughs> that people should look at for things like that. But yeah, you know, I think the other part to it is the whole point of this is raising rates is trying to slow inflation, mm-hmm. which maybe it's working, Craig. I mean, I don't know what it's they said maybe it's come back to maybe 8% instead of closer to 9. Right, right. It was well over 9 to start this year. And then now they're saying, yeah, it's probably settled in around 8%. And again, some inflation is a good thing. You know, the Fed usually sets their target rates and they hope for inflation between 2 and 4% is what they deem as normal. So we're not obviously quite there. But by slowing down the economy, by increasing these interest rates, they're trying to control and manipulate it. However, the inflation rates don't always necessarily account for supply chain shortages, geopolitical issues that are abroad, wars that are continuing on. So that that's kind of the art, the science, the mastery of all of this and why, again, when we look at these things, we try to isolate your plans to make sure that you're prepared for any kind of volatility or anything you can't control because this is one of those things where you you may be sitting there sweating what's going on in the market. But if we take a step back here, everyone's looking at the S&P 500 year-to-date down 20%. People see that and their eyes get nice and big and, oh my gosh, the, the end of the world is coming. <laughs> but you take a step back and you look at it, not investing in decades, but looking, or I'm sorry, not investing in days, but looking at decades, the S&P 500 is up almost 45% over the last five years. Yep. So if you annualize that, you're looking at a 9% rate of return. Now that is just one segment of the market, but when you really start to take a look at that, that's including this 20% pullback that we're seeing right now. So, you know, there may be some choppiness and volatility in the short term, but certainly the prudent long-term investor always wins. True. Why, why a question for you two, since you're young and bright and all that good stuff, <laughs> why is it they need to slow the economy? Is it, well, maybe it's the question, why do they think they need to slow the economy? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's it's. I think there's it's just classic too much money chasing too few goods. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's the reason why I don't I don't know where you're going with that one specifically. I feel well, like there's I feel like there's a, a hidden message. There's there. always a trick question. Yeah, <laughs> I've learned. I've learned. It depends, John. It depends. There you go. There you go. The always politically correct answer. <laughs> do tell. Isn't well. First of all, I don't believe they should do that. Mm-hmm. I believe we ought to release it, and for that matter, get rid of the Fed. But uh, what they ought to do is let it go and go more to a monetary policy and so let it run. And what will happen is the interest rates will go up to some standard. They'll work their way up. In other words, let the market work because the free market always works best. And, yes, we'll go through some bumps and whatever else, but we always seem to screw it up more when man puts his hand on it. This tie into your idea, too, of a kind of a flat tax you have heard you talk about in the past? Just yeah, overall I would, economic I would like type a fl- things? Just, there should, I believe in a national retail sales tax. Yeah, that's what, yeah, mm-hmm. sales tax, yeah. Yep. yep. And then we wouldn't have all these. But it takes away the political maneuvering that we see by everyone. Everyone wants to use the tax system. I heard uh, on the debate Tuesday night or the other night by uh, uh, J.D. and and uh, the other guy. Tim J.D. Ryan. and Tim Ryan. Yeah, yep. and, and the yep. Democrat said he was thinking he wanted to lower taxes. I about fell out of my chair, spilled my coffee, and everything <laughs> else when I heard that. When do Democrats lower taxes? So that's not going to happen, but they use both the Democrats and the Republicans use the taxes as a, I don't know, whipping stick 
mm-hmm. to maneuver and to get you to be excited or unexcited. Just let it go. It's definitely be. a negotiation, you know, tactic or whatever you want to call it with, with tax rates and who it benefits, who it doesn't. And you really got to read the details to see the, you know, the answer to that. Cause there's a lot of hidden things there, but I think, you know, just with, with taxes too, where this is one of the things we're talking about this time of year with, with all of our clients and, mm-hmm. and just year in things. I, we talk with a lot of different CPAs across the country and, the gist that I get or what I'm hearing too from a lot of them is that if, you know, midterm elections come, coming up here, right, next right. week, if the if the balance of power stays split in Congress, then we could be under the same tax environment until 2025. Right, right. And that the reason why is that's when the Trump tax cuts are set to expire or sunset. We're back to the Obama level tax cuts, uh, which actually are more favorable than what is being pitched now by the current administration in terms of tax rates. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see that. But even if there's a new administration in, you know, two years from now, right? It still would be 2025 until another package would likely get passed. So probably under the same tax environment for the next few years, which makes planning a little cleaner. Right. Because right? we can use this year's information as the blueprint for the next year. But yeah, I, I would love to see that. Jonathan, you reminded me too, in the office, we have this framed tax return. Yep. Right. Craig, do you remember what the tax oh. rate is on that return? <sighs> Pop quiz. No, the no, ori- I don't. The, the I walk original, by it every day. <laughs> original tax return. I do not. Okay. No. 1%. <laughs> That was the tax rate. There we go. And that was the high earners. Yeah. Right. So it was never meant to be what it is today. Yeah. I I mean, there's all these tax conversations. There's all these ways, you know, that things are going to be happening. And again, not now, but we'll get to another show here, I'm sure, that is going to focus on tax planning in 2023 with some of the inflationary numbers. But coming up on a hard break here, you've been listening to Managing to be Wealthy on News Radio 610 WTVN. You're listening to Managing to be Wealthy with fee-only financial planners of Johnny, Sestina, and Company. If you're looking for the latest stock tip or how to time the market, you've come to the wrong place. If you want help navigating all the moving pieces of what makes a financial plan successful, tune in and take notes. Good evening and welcome to Managing to be Wealthy. This is your host, Craig Konstantinovich, in studio with Tyler Cook and John Sestina. We had spent last segment talking a little bit about what's going on, what the Fed raising interest rate may mean or raising interest rates means, excuse me, uh, for the forecoming future. John shed a little bit of wisdom and a little bit of history for us here on kind of where things have gone in the past in times like this. Uh, But now we want to shift our gaze, shift our focus on to the real topic of tonight's show, which is financial planning throughout your career and kind of how you should assess things and what you should be looking at as you may be job hunting, job hopping, or changing careers. Uh, so each one of these shows, or each one of these segments, rather, we've done a deeper dive individually. So anywhere that you listen to podcasts out there, whether it's Spotify, the Apple uh, Podcast Center, whatever the case may be, uh, feel free to scroll through the library and listen to one of the shows that we've done specifically on these topics. Um, but just kind of getting started here, you know, John, you've been giving advice for well over 50 years at this point. What's changed as we go from assessing how to start, how to prepare for your first job from way back when until today? Uh, the, the employee, the potential employee. How so? Well, uh, there are plenty of mimes going out. I'm sure you guys have seen some of them about uh, the people, the, what are they called? Uh, what are you, what class are you in? I'm a millennial. Okay, the millennial. <laughs> That's the one they pick on the most and they say, uh, I'm a millennial. And this one talks about this person comes in for a job interview and says, uh, I want a job. Okay, great. And so the guy says, do you have any computer skills? Mm-hmm. And the gal says, oh, yes, absolutely. I know all about, uh, you know, uh, 
Microsoft, Microsoft, the Office Suite. And, those guys. Oh, yeah. And he, she says, well, no. And he says, well, what do you know? And she goes on and says, what are those funny names you were saying earlier? Activate uh, or something. Activate, Spotify. Oh, yeah, Apple, Spotify. Yeah, those funny guys. Oh, yeah. And so they were talking about all of those, and uh, she did anyhow. And so she finally he says, well, I'm sorry, that doesn't work out. He said, well, you'd have to be here at 8 o'clock tomorrow. And she looks at him, puts down her cap of coffee, and she says, well, I couldn't do that. By the time I get my cappuccino and sit down and have that, I'm not done until 10 o'clock. So I couldn't. I could get started maybe around 1045. It would be good for me. He says, I don't think this is going to work out. And she says, are you firing me? She didn't even have a job yet. <laughs> so the attitude was, that's the attitude that's out there. Mm -hmm. And you see that as people come to work or they don't, I can't say that because they're not willing to work. We were chatting about the quote unquote hardships of your own business mm -hmm. and the extra effort, the number of hours. What did you tell me, Tyler, that uh, Elon, yeah, how oh yeah, well, Elon's demanding about eighty-four hour work weeks right now for <laughs> yeah. his Twitter employees. Yeah. Yep. See? So that's about right. Oh yeah. I mean, that's at least what I did when I started. I worked at least seventy hours a week until about five years ago. Yeah. Okay? And then you guys made me retire. So <laughs> <laughs> we graciously allowed you the opportunity <laughs> yeah, to right, retire. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank God he's out of here. <laughs> Well, it, so, is, it is a mindset thing, though, John. It really is, uh, and we, we've seen it too. And just I think I, my wife, she's in recruiting, right? So mm -hmm. she, and it's 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 in financial jobs. So typically, accounting and finance. And just even since COVID, she's been she did the job prior to COVID, but she's seen such a big shift just in what what the employers are expecting and what the employees are expecting. And there's still major disconnects there. All right. Yeah. And that's the, I think that's the challenge is the economy moving forward. I, you know, I think we're personally in a recession. It's my personal take. You know, it's that's not a company take. It's just my take. <laughs> but I, I think too, when you look back at this, it's it's we're in for a period of slower growth, right? Mm -hmm. Not that we've seen the past ten years where things went pretty ramp pretty rapidly. The last five out of those ten in, in particular. But I think the the mindset has changed, and then the expectations on both ends. There's a disconnect still. Oh yeah. And it's and the work from home thing, right? That's a challenge. Thing. We've had to adapt to it. I love working from home, but I know the importance, too, of, of inter-office interactions and those things. So there's a balance there. I think companies are still trying to figure that out. There's mm -hmm. no balance. Well, there's, well that's, that's my point, though. There, there, is a, there is a balance. It just hasn't been agreed to. Right. right? So there's, I'll give you what to agree to. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There's the John we know and love. Still there. Still got it. Yeah. But I, I think uh, that's bigger employers. So I'm talking large employers that, that uh, my wife works with, and, and they're all across the country. And it's down to the specific things of what the demands are of the employee, what they mm -hmm. think they're worth, right? Yep. Now, these, a lot of these two are not careers. They're jobs. Right. right. Hourly type things are not careers. But they're but the mindset of the employee is, is it is a career. And it's like, no, 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 this is an hourly wage type thing. Like, there's other candidates that can, can do this. Right. However, the, the employer is going, well, are there actually those candidates? Where are they? Right? Yeah. So that's, oh, that's yeah. the challenge. So, Well, I mean, and honestly, in all seriousness, Tyler, I think kind of it, it shifted too as well here in recent years. I think people are kind of shifting their mindset of, well, I need to find a high-paying job. You hear that a lot now. I need a job. I need to find something to do. The idea of developing, of growth, of struggle, John, to your point of growing into a career, I feel like people are, are taking it for, hey, let me find a startup position, and then that's, that's going to be with company ABC. And really the best way for me to grow is to grow financially and take on more responsibilities, which means I need to work with company XYZ. 
And so instead of the, you know, traditional sense of, hey, let me work for an employer for 20, 30, 50 years, my entire career, that's kind of gone by the wayside. And now we're looking at it, okay, well, let me find my career path by jumping around and getting different experiences in different ways. Yeah, you're seeing that in the healthcare industry, right? These traveling Oh, 100%. Nurses. Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. That's a big it problem. It was the saddest thing I had to endure when I was working, coming up and building the company, was I'd bring on someone, spend a lot of in money and time training them, and then after a couple of years, they'd leave. Yeah. they go do whatever. Sometimes yeah. they'd try to do what I was doing, but that, that's kind of painful. The employer puts that together. And now you have things like there's a company out there I saw advertised where if you want to work specific hours of the day, mm -hmm. so you want to work the night shift, 8 to 10 or something, you get a job doing that. Yeah. Have you seen that yeah. ad? That's unreal. Get a job. And, <laughs> you know, grow up and put your diapers yeah. up. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's been amazing to see. And, you know, again, even within the last three years, there's been significant changes on what people value, what people are truly looking for. But even with all of this change, there always seems to remain some bare bones basics. So John, I know one of your absolute favorite things, and actually Tony would be here chiming in more so, but one of the absolute first things that needs to be done is you gotta sit down and you gotta build out your cash flow. Understand what your fixed expenses are, what your variable expenses are, and compare that to what your new monthly payment is going to be or monthly income is going to be. And part of that is understanding the difference too between gross income, what may be printed off on your offer letter versus net income, what actually hits your bank account after you've got everything deducted, your health insurance paid for, your retirement savings set up, all those kind of things. So what other ideas or what other things do we need to include in there or what else do we need to be looking at well, as we're thinking of this? They should be thinking about, here's the question, what am I going to be when I grow up? Have what you figured I, that what, out yet? What, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think it's crazy to ask an 18-year-old to go to college and pick a pick a specialty. Mm. How do they know? I was 14 when I interviewed with you, John, so I, I don't know. know what you're talking about. So. I still remember. That was terrible. I had to call the cops to get him out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, hey, I don't blame you at that point. But no, I mean, I, to your point, John, I when I was in school, I changed careers or I changed my major five different times. I went from engineering to all the way graduated with a finance degree. So you're exactly right. You know, right now it's much more of the educational system set up, pass the test, pass some of the requirements. Now we started to shift from that, but we are starting to lean more towards the experience get an idea of what a job is, of what a career is, those kind of things. And I think if we focus on that, we're going to get back to some of what we're looking for here. But here we are coming up on another break. You're listening to Managing to Be Wealthy on News Radio 610 WTVN. Good evening and welcome back to Managing to Be Wealthy. This is Craig Konstantinovich hosting tonight. We understand that some of the topics we go through here may not necessarily, necessarily be as personalized to you and your current situation as you may be looking for. If that's you or if that does come across your mind here of, am I in a good spot? Am I on track with my long-term goals? Feel free to visit our website, managingtobewealthy.com or call our Bethel Road office at 614-326-3077. By all means, schedule a complimentary consultation meeting where we can schedule you with a certified financial planner to go through your situation and determine what 
what may we what may we need to do different what else could we do more efficiently to make sure that you and yours are on track with your long-term goals well guys we kind of talked about how to get things started here so uh, looking at a job looking at an opportunity kind of what it is that we need to do and we we left uh, last segment kind of talking about okay well so much has changed here recently let's get back to kind of what the basics are so first things first you always need to have a good idea on what your fixed expenses are what your variable expenses are have a good understanding on what your offer letter may say is your total salary versus what your real living income is going to be or what your net pay is going to be go back to that for a second the gross versus net right that's important too especially if you're changing jobs and you're used to like maybe a you know bi-weekly paycheck and mm-hmm. all of a sudden maybe you go to monthly That'd be some adjustments, right? Because as yeah. you've always said, John, you know, budgets don't work. Your spending changes every month. So it's never going to be the same amount that's going out of the bank account every month for a lot of different reasons. So right. if your pay cycles change, that's one thing to be aware of if you are going through a job change or looking at another career, just trying to understand that type of a setup to make sure that you're not you know, missing any payments on bills or credit cards or whatever it might be. But that's, that's a big thing, not just the pay frequency, but also gross versus net. Exactly, exactly. And the best way to get through that is by, again, one of Tony's favorite points here, <laughs> making sure you've got a quality cash reserve yeah. in place. We've so, seen a few scenarios recently where just people have praised how grateful they are to have that yeah. as a backdrop. And you, whether it's truly having cash, whether it's having a more efficient means of debt to kind of weather the storm for a brief, brief period of time. I mean, there's a number of ways to do it. No one right size fits all, but certainly that's where you need to have somewhere to go that you're comfortable with the consequences of needing to utilize it in a time where you may be without a paycheck for three, four, five, six months as a company gets their payroll set up. You know, there are some companies now, especially with the work from home opportunities, where they may be based out of the state of Washington or California, and you may be living here in Ohio or down in Florida working for that company, and they may be required to set up new payroll systems given that difference in state and you could go without payment for maybe 6, 12, 18 weeks in some instances. So it's always important that you review that and understand that before you make any substantial changes. But that's not the only thing here, John. We haven't gotten to your favorite thing or what you've always focused on with planning as a whole. What else do you need to look at or what else do you need to factor in? Well, I'm sitting here listening to the two of you, and I'm thinking all the stuff you're talking about, while I don't disagree, is about the money mm-hmm. and of course that's not really financial planning but it's a part of it and i'm thinking well that still doesn't get to the root issue which is what do you want to be when you grow up yeah and so if you're just saying oh here's a another job i i told you guys i think of my dad when he was trying to feed his family and he worked in the coal mines and then he drove a truck and you know had a sheriff chase him and had uh <laughs> He finally went to Cleveland and got a job as a, as a drill something. He, he ran a drill, and they worked up to a milling machine. Mm-hmm. You don't, don't even know what a milling machine is, probably. Nope. Okay? But it's a very special piece of equipment. He didn't know anything about it, mm-hmm. but he went in there and talked him into that. So he took the job and worked in that job for the rest of his life. Why did he do that? For the money. Yep. What he was trying to do was feed his family. He had no education. He went to work in the mines in the seventh grade. So when someone's out there transitioning, why are you transitioning? That's the bigger issue. Because even if you have less money, if you're transitioning to a more complete you, I think you'd be happier. Yeah. You'll get further. Exactly. I always tell people, 
when you start your own business, a person who's a self-employed individual is willing to work more hours, make less money, as long as he's working for himself rather than work for someone else. So who are you when you grow up? Mm -hmm. What are you trying to do? And I don't think we see that anymore. People are, you know, they've got their phone in one hand playing games and TikToking this and that and whatever. <laughs> so they're not, they're not focusing. They're not, it, it seems to me, I, I'm not experiencing people who are focusing on anything. And the best example of good focusing is a golfer. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I don't golf. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. But you got to well, focus in golf. Yep. Yeah, I think it, that's very relevant to job search, job searching, career development. All those things play a role because it's, and I think it is the social media world and everything else that's kind of changed this. But it's all the instant gratification. We've talked about this, John. You've talked for a long time, but everything is now, 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 now. And that's to your point, Craig, about bouncing from career to career and changing jobs. It's what's the what's the next thing right in front of me, right? Kind of chasing mm -hmm. crumbs versus looking at the bigger picture and what the goals are. And that's one of the important things when you're starting your first job or maybe changing. It's don't lose sight of what your goal is right. by getting distracted by the money. Focus on that kind of whatever your North Star is, right? Reset yourself to that goal. And these other things are kind of steps to continue on that path. But if you lose sight of the goal, you're going to lose sight of everything. Absolutely. And the money will also go with it, right? So I think goal planning is really critical. First quarter of the year, we'll talk more about that. That's one of the big topics on the list is to go through and, and reset not only the current year goals, but have that longer-term vision to not lose sight of, of where you're trying to go. Yeah, and absolutely. It, it's just, you know, I, I worry about having a teenage daughter now, and it's in all these apps. And there's another one she just asked me about last week called Be Real. Have you guys heard of this one, Be mm -hmm. Real? No. You're sitting there and you get to do one one time a day, John, and you get to take it's like be real. So I'll take a picture of you right now. Better <laughs> being, not being real, right? <laughs> and it uses both sides of your camera, right? To tell you and it's just and you kinda of post it on the social media app and it's so it's kinda of like Instagram, but not you can't like it, you can't comment on it. It's just being real, right? And and whatever you're doing in that moment. And it's kind of a twist on what we've seen with TikTok and these other things where it's all about trying to have a certain facade that's that's out there to the general public when maybe that's not really what's happening. Mm-hmm. But my point is there's another distraction right, right in the mix for these for our young kids to deal with. And as a parent, get ready, Craig. It'll come soon. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, she better get a job real soon. <laughs> <laughs> trying to navigate that's difficult. But that goes back to just trying to teach basic goal planning. Mm -hmm. And because that when you're talking about your career and your job, what you're trying to do, uh, that's that's the you know, that's the North Star. So right. I mean, think about it. The people, you know, friends and acquaintances, yeah. that sort of thing. How many of them have goals? Like legitimate goals. Yeah, right? legitimate yeah. goals. Yeah. They're they're in a job. They're doing fine, making money, et cetera, et cetera. But what are their goals? Yeah, a lot of wants and wishes, but not really necessarily that's it. like mm -hmm. goals. Yeah. And and what is that? That's that's a problem in our society. Yeah. When our forefathers and the builders of the country came along, they had certain goals. Uh, World War II was a big goal, for example. But there are other things like uh, Henry Ford. Just think about it. When he invented the car, the way he did it. He made a car. His goal was to provide a car for the workers that worked for him. Okay. Yep. That's a big deal. Yep. So he was thinking beyond, I'm going to make a car, make, you know, $50 million a week. It was about, he had a purpose. You don't have a purpose. You're going to stumble. Absolutely. What's and your why, right? What's exactly. Your why? What's your why? Why yep. do you, why do you get up? Why do you decide to stay awake at two 30 in the morning when, uh, crying baby decides, eh, you know, now's the time to get up and uh, make dad get up with me kind of a thing. So, right. <laughs> but it's, it's always one of those things. And, and, you know, again, just kind of putting some numbers to it here, the numbers don't lie. You know, baby boomers have an average tenure with their companies of eight years and three months. 
Generation X, five years, two months. Then you get to the millennials, we're at two years, nine months, and then Gen Z, two years and three months. So it definitely has declined. The numbers prove that, obviously, and that's people looking for kind of that job hum hunting, hopping, you know, finding that next opportunity without maybe losing or not having say of that North Star. But here we are on another break. You're listening to Managing to Be Wealthy on News Radio 610 WTVN. You're listening to Managing to Be Wealthy with fee-only financial planners of Johnny, Sestina, and Company. If you're looking for the latest stock tip or how to time the market, you've come to the wrong place. If you want help navigating all the moving pieces of what makes a financial plan successful, tune in and take notes. Good evening and welcome back to Managing to Be Wealthy. We've been talking about kind of how to get prepared for your first job, you know, what you should be looking at, what kind of the marketplace looks like as we go through life, and what adjustments may prompt us to make a, a job change. Maybe not a career change, but a job change. So we've been focusing on that, but now here we are. You know, again, people are looking for new opportunities all the time now. Always seems like there's greener pastures that are out there. So we always have to be mindful of, okay, well, What's some of the gotchas? How can we make sure that as we make this transition, we can be as successful as possible? So, John, again, probably haven't dealt with too many changes in your time here, but what have you kind of seen over time, or what do you see as things to keep an eye on as you're going through this? Well, the first thing is to define what you believe is successful. Mm -hmm. And and that's money is part of that. But what else in your life is for you right now, Craig? I'm sure that that little bundle that wakes you up at 2 in the morning is part of your success. 100%. Absolutely. And you're focused on that and enjoy that and are pleased, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's that's a different issue. So you, you can't always expect your job to give that to you. Mm -hmm. People say, find something you love to do and you'll never work a day in your life. That's baloney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I that's agree. the truth. I, I worked agree. my butt off yep. for 70 years here. Exactly. And And I do love financial planning. I love what I did. But I, I, I don't believe that. There are many a hard days. Oh, yeah. Many a late nights, 2, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, when you had to stay up and fix things and do. You guys won't believe this, but I didn't have computers when I was coming. <laughs> I had to use a calculator. Yeah. No. And I, yeah, and I, and I could write then so I could use a writing stick and whatever else. It was amazing. Man, they, they had writing sticks? They did. It was Woo. incredible. Whew. Well, you saw the writings on the walls in the caves, right? Yeah, I thought side. those were with, with a stylist. <laughs> <laughs> so at any rate, people have lost focus. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. And they're, they're, they're focusing on the uh, uh, urgent, not what's important. Yeah. Funny, I just told somebody that the other day. And uh, it's, 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 again, it's, everything's right now, 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 right in front of us. So if you are changing jobs and, and looking at a new career, new career path, and, and you're going to – be with one employer going to another one, mm -hmm. to your point, Craig, about what, what do you need to be aware of, just pay attention to maybe how your benefits may change. We did a whole show about open enrollment, Yep, a couple shows on that, actually. Again, go check out those podcasts at managingtobewealthy.com. But the key there, too, is what are you actually, what's the next stage of it, right? So look, not only looking at new benefits, too, but what are you leaving behind from the old employer, like your 401K? Yep. Uh, is there an HSA? There's other things there that may need to come with you, life insurance. Again, a lot of this benefit type stuff. So you really just want to have your ducks in a row and make sure that nothing slips through the cracks. How many times have you heard, oh, I forgot about that old account that oh, I had? There. What goodness. can we do with it, Craig? Right? <laughs> yep, all the, time. all the time. All the time. Yeah, oh, man, I haven't got a statement in that in two, three years. Uh, no, you get one. You get at least one. You just didn't look at it. You yeah. just decided, eh, I don't want to look at this. Right. Came, came with a junk mail. Yeah, right. exactly. And exactly. other things I think of insurance, too, like uh, uh, COBRA. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So that's on the health insurance side. What an interesting name, right? COVID. Oh, I know. But basically being able to continue benefits uh, if you're in that kind of in-between phase of new benefits starting up or if you lost your job, you can you know carry over with COBRA. And the, the I think the headline there, the sticker shock for everybody is what the actual premium is. Right. You see right. what the employer was paying at that point, too, not just what the employee's cost was, but right. you get to pay the total amount. Right. You're on Cobra. And it's ironic because especially when you do have a job transition in the midst of the year, you know, I'm not talking a very clean cut from December 31st to January 1st. I mean, yeah, what a perfect world that would be. But most of us don't live in that cookie cutter world. Um, but a lot of times when you do make that transition, some of the other experts that are out there when they're looking at, OK, well, now I've I've left the position. Maybe I'm starting uh, individual or independent contractor work. Maybe I'm transitioning to a self-employed situation. If that's the case, a lot of advisors that are out looking at health insurance daily say, you already started your year down this track. You've already put dollars towards your deductible. It may be more beneficial for you to continue with COBRA, even if it is more expensive, than to go out there and start anew with a brand new health insurance plan. And it's unfortunate that that's kind of the world that we live in where so much revolves around health insurance, having it and whatnot. But I mean, I was talking with someone the other day, um, brought in two new children into the world this year. Wow, great. On Yep, and on top of it, they had some of their own medical concerns. Just off of their family, they billed over $167,000 in insurance. Now, wait, wait a minute, they billed? They were, for oh, they all, were of, okay. all of the services that they were provided, okay. their total bill was $167,000 for the year. Now, they didn't pay that. That was paid by the insurance company, but that's what they had billed based off of the services that they had received. And just like anything else, there's inflation all around, inflation in the healthcare industry, but this is one of those things, too, where health insurance is a big deal, so we just got to continue to be able to manage it and understand it. Tyler, to your point, you may have completely different coverage. You may not be able to see your doctors. Again, I know we talked about all this in the other open enrollment uh, show that we've done, but by all means, really sit down and take a look at it so that way you can at least be aware because if you go from seeing an in-network provider to an out-of-network provider, it could be catastrophic to your overall expenses for the year. Yeah, another good one too is uh, let's say you contributed to your 401k at your previous employer and you started 401k at the new one. Be careful you don't over-contribute. Oh, right? never seen that a, happen before. Yeah, it's, it's a, <laughs> we actually had a scenario where somebody worked for a U.S.-based company they switched to an Australian-based company this year. And not only did we have to worry about that, but we also had to consider exchange rates. Yep. <laughs> because the statements showed Australian dollars, not U.S. dollars. <laughs> so there was a little true up that needed to be done there. But, yeah, the, the, the whole key there, too, is just being aware and not just ignoring it. Right? right. That's so much of what financial planning is, is just awareness and trying to, again, focus on what the North Star is and get you, get yourself on track to do that. Um, the other one, too, that I know Cole should be here for this one, but uh, looking at different stock awards, things like that. Maybe right. it makes sense for you to stick around, even though you don't want to, yep. for a couple more months with that job before you transition to make sure you hit those vesting schedules and things like that on your awards that you've worked so hard for previously. Yeah. Same thing with bonuses. We hear that a lot, too, job change. Seems to be in the spring, right? That's, yeah. That's what I yeah. see. Yeah, usually March. March is kind of that March, time Then frame. I'm going to go to the new job. Right. Yeah. But that's still that mindset, John, of chasing the almighty dollar, right? Not focusing on the goal. Right. And, and what you're talking about in all your suggestions was – Focus. Yeah. Yeah. So focus on who you are. And that what part of what we teach in managing is to pay attention to your money. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to who you are. Get it all together. You don't have a financial planner. Get it together yourself and review the insurance, the cash flow, the, all this good stuff. 
make sure you're on li- in line and you know what you have. you got to know what you have. Right. I met a guy yesterday who said, I just had my estate plan done. He says, I didn't know I had all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I would ask him, did you, but did you actually implement it, right? You right. signed the docs. Uh, right, yeah, right, right, right. He did sign the docs, so. I, I just blessed him and let him go. <laughs> Not a client, so. Yeah. I was going to say, John would sit him down and say, here, first glass is on me. If we get to a second one, your turn to buy at that point. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, again, it, it's one of those things where, you know, you, you hope that you can be financially independent enough where you don't need to be reliant upon these things. A good financial plan means that you are not reliant upon anyone other than yourself to carry out your wishes and your goals. But here we are, we're in this world. So you gotta take a look at things like the life insurance, the disability insurance, the other benefits you had mentioned, Tyler. And we can't forget about them because if we do, John, to your point, that's a lot. That's a, a blind spot in our focus. And if we don't have the full picture, well now all of a sudden we may think that we're behind when all of a sudden we're truly on track. So it's one of those things where, you know, just like dieting, just like exercising, well, what's your goal to get healthy? Well, what exactly do you want to do? Then you can craft, you can cater a plan to that. Financial planning is the same way. If we know that we want to retire within the next 10 years, are we reassessing our investments? Are we looking at what our tax uh, differentials may be with making contributions today or waiting? And all these factors come together to help us manage to be wealthy. And so... That's a nice, easy way to put a little bow on it here. We oh, appreciate everyone that, tonight. Nicely <laughs> <laughs> done. Yep, but you've been listening to Managing to Be Wealthy on News Radio 610 WTVN.